The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Only fans. We all know what that is. It's a porn site, essentially. Uh, But there are some classy models on OnlyFans, but this ain't one of them. An OnlyFans star now charged with murder, too. And somehow this whole thing has gotten twisted up to where her lawyer is claiming she is actually the victim. Well, recent audio recordings that we have obtained Certainly don't help that argument. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thanks for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. How did the whole thing start? Listen, our friends, WSVN. A bloody Sunday domestic killing inside a trendy Miami high rise. I think everybody is in shock, actually, like flabbergasted. These images come courtesy of TMZ. 
The sparkling one Pariso condominium is where it got violent days ago. And now, a 27-year-old man is dead, and his family is devastated. Courtney Clenny, a famous Instagram model, is who Miami police say was involved in a physical altercation with Obum Selly, who was stabbed. Wow, the way they said that. The sparkling one Pariso condominium. It, you know, it actually makes me think of the Emerald City and the Wizard of Oz, how in the distance you see this beautiful, sparkling, high-rise castle. The sparkling one Pariso condominium. Well, that proves it doesn't matter where you live or how much money you have or education or what color you are. doesn't matter. Crime can and will find its way into your life. An OnlyFans model now charged with murder. How in the hay is this twisted around to where she is the victim? Take a listen now to our friends at WPLG. Following the stabbing, Clenny was detained. She was brought here to the police department for questioning. And during that process, she was threatening to kill herself. So officers took her to the hospital where she was Baker acted. As it stands at this moment, she has not been charged. Detectives revealed Christian Abumseli was stabbed during an argument inside their luxury Miami apartment in April. After the stabbing, video obtained by TMZ shows Clenny handcuffed and covered in blood sitting on the floor. Clenny was not charged during the initial investigation. What? What? Not charged? <laughs> She's sitting on the balcony of a high-rise. Translation, nobody went in or came out. High-rise balcony covered in her boyfriend's blood. And she's not charged? What? Because she's pretty and has a big bosom? Is that why she's not charged? Okay, she's what? Too pretty for jail? Did you hear that earlier part? You know, I want to go to you, Charlie Langston. Uh, female editor, that's F-E-M-A-I-L at DailyMail.com. But I've got to just go to Dr. Charles Heller. Uh, Heller, clinical forensic psychologist, specializing in domestic violence. He's at Rutgers Biomedical and Health Sciences. Dr. Heller. Yes, Nancy. Is there a, a clinical term for drama queen? The boyfriend is stabbed dead, and then she's, what, hyperventilating in her push-up bra on the balcony, covered in his blood, and then she threatens to kill herself? Yeah, it's... Uh, of course she didn't kill herself, but just... The, what's the word for that? Histrionic, I guess? I bet you've got a really big word for drama queen. <laughs> well, we could start with narcissism. Uh, we could go to antisocial personality disorder, borderline personality. Also, there's a strange addiction that people have to other people called codependency. And I think... Both of these people were addicted to each other and could not leave each other. Okay, hold on, hold on. I've got something to throw at you. Okay, everybody on the panel, just hold on a moment. Dr. Heller, with me is a renowned expert, Dr. Charles Heller, uh, forensic psychologist uh, at Rockland County, chief forensic consultant, and uh, at Rutgers Biomedical. That's not shabby. Dr. Heller, maybe you can put this in the correct clinical terms, but I've had friend girls in the past say, oh, I don't like him. He's boring. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You've dated all these losers who stand you up, who cheat on you, 
they're drinkers, they, they do drugs, they, they're unemployed, then they're employed, you know, they yell at your children. You go up and down and up and down. You finally get a decent guy. And he's boring. Seriously? What is that when you are so addicted to the roller coaster of an abusive um, or toxic relationship? You're so addicted. When you finally get a nice guy that works for a living, comes home and takes you out to dinner, that's boring. You don't want Red Lobster anymore. You want to go have a fight in the parking lot. What is that? Well, first of all, that kind of person also has an addiction, an addictive personality. And they crave certain stimuli in another person that uh, gives them a, like a high. And being close to another person like that is what they crave. And they want to control that person. Did you think it's not necessarily a personality um, trait, but they're conditioned to it. They're used to the highs and the lows and the roller coaster and the happiness when yeah. he brings the roses and the despair when he doesn't show up overnight. You're like, wow, is he with a hooker? I mean, that when you're when you're used to that, and then you have a somewhat normal relationship that's boring. That's right. I don't know that that would be a personality trait. It could be just what you're used to, like. Children uh, that grow up in a violent home, they're really not happy until they are in a violent home themselves, and that feels normal to them. Well, codependency is a family disease, just like alcoholism, and it starts in the, the family you grew up in. Guys, you're hearing Dr. Charles Heller, and I haven't even gotten into the facts yet. Uh, we have an all-star panel with us, but I just had to go to Dr. Heller about this woman, the OnlyFans model, and no Charlie Langston, editor of Female, uh, F-E-M-A-I-L, at DailyMail.com. Charlie, how is it he's dead from multiple stab wounds on the floor, and she turns out to be the victim and threatens to kill herself? Really? Well, she is claiming that he was stabbed in self-defense. She claims that he grabbed her by the throat, and that she grabs the knife to defend herself. However, I should point out, the cops who went to the apartment said that there was absolutely no evidence of any injury on her body. So there is extreme doubt over her claims that he grabbed her by the throat. If he did that and left not a single mark, it can't have been violent enough, in my opinion, to warrant a response with a knife. Brad M. Micklin is joining us, guys. He is a very high-profile lawyer joining us, lead attorney managing member at the Micklin Law Group, joining us out of New Jersey. You can find him at MicklinLawGroup.com. Brad, I, I hate a lot of aspects regarding criminal defendants, but one thing I really hate, and this is having defended battered women for many, many years and worked as a volunteer for nearly 10 years at the Battered Women's Center. I hate when women aggressors, women bullies, women killers use the Battered Women's Syndrome to their benefit when it's not true because people hear about it and then when they're sitting on a jury with a real battered woman, they go, oh, this is BS. See what I mean? No, I, I agree. It's, it's supposed to be a shield, a protection, battered women's syndrome, the domestic violence protection orders, 
but people use it as a weapon. And then when the victim is dead and can't defend himself, it's an easy defense to use. I mean, your whole conversation with Dr. Heller before was implicitly saying Christian was to blame, that she was addicted to his abuse, to his dependency. And we're already talking about what did he do? What was his role in this? Without talking about the fact that she stabbed him and everything that was recorded and shown shows that she goes from calm to rage and nothing more. On the other hand, you really can't ignore the statistics that typically, overwhelmingly, like 90%, 90 plus percent of the time, it is the male that is the aggressor. I can't avoid that truth. And that's a truth we've got to deal well, with. But speaking of her being the victim... That's vict- not a truth unless you accept that stat. I well, mean, I you do can go accept into Google the stat. and get a stat to support anything. Well, I usually stick with the Department of Justice and... Um, should I believe you, Micklin, or my lion eyes? I know what I saw in court every day for 10 straight years plus. I know what I saw at Grady Memorial Hospital where all the beat up women go. I know what I saw at the battered women's center. Night after night after night of battered women. So you are my lion eyes. Let me think about that. Well, I don't, uh, look, I don't, you. I I don't deny decision. that women are often significant victims of domestic violence, but that doesn't negate the fact that just as many mm-hmm. men are, too. Just more of them are, okay. are restrained from reporting. I don't it. know what you're smoking, man, but I'm not getting near it. So the claim that she is the victim, uh, take a listen now to our cut 10. This is our friends. These are our friends at Fox 7 and WPLG. Behind closed doors, we just started hearing uh, some shouting, yelling, uh, we don't know who was starting what. We didn't get a lot of context. Uh, occasionally, we would hear some glasses break and some banging on the walls, floors. Uh, not sure, you know, who was doing it. I just want people to know that it had been going on for a long time, and it definitely could have been stopped. When police reported that Obamselli was fatally stabbed by Clanny on Sunday inside their Miami apartment, the friends were left speechless. They portray a very violent relationship at the hands of only one person. I've seen her hit him. I've never seen him hit her. But regardless of what friends and neighbors insist to be true, somehow the OnlyFans model is being painted as the victim. Take a listen to our friends at WPLG. Her lawyer sent me this statement. It reads in part, Abumseli attacked her and choked her that evening. Courtney had no choice but to meet force with force. In April, a neighbor told Local 10 he had a clear view of the couple's apartment and saw Clenny getting physically abused. Abumseli's family says he was not abusive and have been vocal calling for an arrest in his case. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. BBC. 
big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Amazing that he is stabbed to death, and she, obviously the stabber, is not charged, insisting that she is the victim. But really? Listen to this. Okay, that's not going to help her claim that she's 
the victim. To Charlie Langton joining us from DailyMail.com, the editor of Female. What did I just hear? I heard go, her going crazy on him, cursing at him, ordering him around. She's saying something like, you touched her. The right thing to do was to tell me. She is really letting him have it. He's going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What was that all about? So what you were hearing there was a recording that Obam Selly himself made. It's one of multiple recordings of moments when Clenny was abusive towards him. Some of the other recordings are even more horrific. You can hear her physically slapping him. You can hear her repeatedly calling him the N-word. She swears at him. She belittles him. She berates him. Did you say call him the N-word? He's black. She's white. She called him the N-word on multiple occasions, and he recorded all of it. Yeah, you're right, Charlie Langston. There are a lot of audio tapes, and guess what? We've got them. This is reminding me of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard with not quite as much money involved. Take a listen to this. Fine, Charlie. Okay, just stop. Don't talk to me. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Because I'm telling you I'm sorry. It ain't my heart. Find that Hey, I don't know where your phone is. Find it. Can you help me find it? I won! So why? Find it! Why are you screaming, man? Not man, but... Why? You're man, you're man, man. you're man. Okay, sadly, you're going to hear more. Listen. I need to find it because I have to go in the yard again. So to go out? No! You said she invited you Bitch, out. Bitch, just find my phone. I don't have your phone. Just, can you just... Just Cece, can you just please... Shut up! Just please. Shut up. You want to go... Without talk. I didn't go to go... Yes, you did. You always want to... Courtney, I was you literally told me about it. Now, what are you doing? Yeah, okay. Put on your seatbelt because there's a lot more. Uh, joining me, Dan Corsentino, former police chief, former sheriff, served on home U.S. Homeland Security Senior Advisory Board, now private investigator. You can find him at dancorsentino.com. He seems to know everything about every high-profile case that I'm interested in. Dan Corsentino. Murder. Very often we don't know what led up to it. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But what do you make of what you're hearing right now? All this over a lost iPhone. Use find my iPhone for Pete's sake. Why are they fighting over an iPhone to this degree? What's happening? And he ends up stabbed dead? Well, to me, obviously, it's a very dysfunctional relationship to say the very minimum but as you take a look at the pattern of behavior with uh, Miss Clinney in this situation, it appears that she, and I hate to use the terminology, is a spoiled little brat, but it appears that she is a young woman who is, uh, wants to be controlling, demanding in the situation. And if she's not getting her way, she escalates her behavior. Um, and obviously not being a psychologist, but being a cop, one of the things you'd look for upon entering a situation is the demeanor 
of the individuals or individual that is in the house. And in this case, um, she may have uh, fooled some people or attempted to fool some people uh, because, you know, she was an OnlyFans model. She was acting, and she's a very good actress. You know what? I'm trying to absorb everything that you just said because there are parts of that there that it's very profound as it relates to the probative nature of Clinny's personality. Charlie Langston, what about it? Did you hear what Corsentino just said? I did. And did you see that picture, Charlie? Uh, Charlie Langston joining us from DailyMail.com of her sitting on the balcony, covered in blood, but somehow she manages to have her left breast hanging out when I did police see. get there. I did. Okay, and the dog. Nobody's commented on that, but I mean, there it is. And the dog is sitting there just looking at her like, what did you just do? Do you see this? I did. And I think... It's honestly, in your article, Charlie. It, it on is, Daily Mail. I'm looking right at it. <laughs> and it, it... I mean, it's unbelievably shocking. And I think... I mean, the cops are coming, you know, so, hey, just take your breast out. What? Well, and I think, you know, the image that was portrayed, whether or not it was constructed or real is the is an image of someone who is trying to look in a state of emotional distress because that is one of the things that she has claimed that there is no way she could be responsible there's no way that she could have intended to kill him because she was in such a state of emotional distress when cops arrived that's not someone who intended to kill someone that's or it's someone that killed their boyfriend in an angry bratty fit he couldn't couldn't get the e yeah couldn't get the EMTs there fast enough to save his life. Not that she cared. Knows the cops are there, so she takes her breast out. I don't know what effect that's going to have on a female cop running up what fifteen flights of stairs. But that said, there it is. That's something for the jury to mull. Uh, joining me, Dr. Todd M. Barr, board certified anatomic clinical forensic pathologist, joining us out of Ohio, featured in Thin Places, essays from in between. And you can find him on Twitter at Todd Barr M.E. That stands for medical examiner. Dr. Barr, what do you make of this copious amount of blood from a stab to the shoulder. Well, yeah, Nancy, I'm looking at the crime scene photos and... Um, Which crime clearly, scene photos? Of her on the balcony with her breast hanging out? Well, there's that. <laughs> uh, but I'm That too. The picture of the knife on the floor with the blood mm -hmm. spatter all over the walls and all over the floor. Uh, clearly, uh, an artery was hit. Uh, that, that's a, um, a lot of blood spatter and, and coming from, a, from an artery, which is under great pressure. Um, and, and the fact, you know, which artery, the car carotid, um, well, if he was stabbed in, well, the, no, it's in the shoulder, yeah, it's probably the subclavian artery or the brachial artery. One of the, oh, okay. Wait a minute. I'm just a JD. You're the MD. The what? Are we only, we typically hear of the carotid in the neck or the femoral in the leg. What, what are the ones you just said? Brachial. That means arm. Right. Exactly. And subclavian is what comes off of the aorta that feeds the blood to the shoulder area, uh, to the brachial Subclavian. Arm. Now, clavicle is this, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Jackie, Dr. Jackie is saying yes. <laughs> so sub means below that. There's an artery there and the brachial artery in your arm? Correct. Yeah. Huh. So all of those blood vessels and all the nerves that feed the arm, everything sort of come together right through 
Um, and they sort of traverse down uh, through the armpit and down into the arm area. Um, but this is from something that was uh, uh, arterial in nature, as far as I can tell from the pictures I'm looking at. When you um, say it that way, it sounds like you're dissecting a bug. Arterial <laughs> in nature, you mean she stabbed him in an artery. Is that what that means? Yes, that's exactly what that means. You know, um, did you ever see the Beverly Hillbillies by chance? Oh, yeah. Okay, so in the beginning, you see Jed, Uncle Jed, shoot after, I guess, shoot at an animal, but he hits Texas gold oil and it starts bubbling up. Remember that? Yeah. Okay, I've kind of yeah. used that comparing uh, an artery stab to a jury. An artery, that's more like a, a regular vein. An artery is more like, have you ever driven by a fire hydrant and just see the water shooting out? Exactly. That's our chair. That's pressure. a stab in the artery. That's exactly right. That it's under intense high pressure. Um, every time the heart contracts, it's forcing that blood into those arteries. So, and the heart is just a solid muscle. So every time it squeezes, it's going to shoot that blood out. Um, in fact, veins are under very low pressure because they're just sort of returning the blood back to the heart. So it's sort of a passive uh, uh, movement of blood in the in the vein, venous system. Um, but arterial blood is under high pressure. Haven't I told you you need to do an audio book where <laughs> you, you just talk about cases and explain it? Because that is incredibly interesting. Um, just in the way you explain it makes so much sense. I mean, Charlie Langston, now let's take what Dr. Todd M. Barr has said and apply it to this situation. And it goes right back to that picture of her and her one breast hanging out on the balcony. And she's totally, it, it's so bloody. It looks like a Halloween costume. It does. It's that is, gory and graphic. Okay. Now we're back, back to the actual crime. Um, we were talking about, oh, I was playing for you these recently uncovered audio well okay they're not over yet take a listen to this i didn't go to talk to aura gonna... i was going on a bike ride like what the get off that going to talk to aura is this going to make you act like this what the talk to courtney i was on the bike ride and she passed me and i said hi uh, you and courtney are having a, a live chat my bad i forgot to tell you that that doesn't make you to act and call me Ma'am, listen to me. You need to stop screaming on the line and give me the address. you're hearing at the beginning more screaming and you also hear her Courtney Clenny slapping him Christian Obamselli and the whole thing is on audio which begs the question why was he videoing or taping the argument and then you hear the star 
of the whole trial. Her 911 call, screaming again, and the dispatch says, you got to stop screaming and tell me your address. And you can hear probably some of the last words ever spoken by Christian. And he is saying, I, I, I'm dying. I, I, I can't feel my arm. I'm going to die. I want to ask you, Charlie Langston, we endured together the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. And people kept saying, why would she, was she starting an argument with him and then videoing him or videoing him? drunk or videoing him drunk and passed out with ice cream melting in his lap why i mean if my husband was in a bad way and he was like passed out with ice cream or food all over him i wouldn't video it so in this case however why is he christian obenselli audio taping the argument where she's physically attacking him because some woman rode by him on a bike and said hi to me the fact that he was recording her is evidence that their relationship had been abusive for a very long time. There's also other evidence to back that up. You've got neighbors talking about smashing things. She had been arrested previously for domestic violence. And I think he knew that the face that she was showing to the world was a very different face than the one that he saw behind the scenes. And he knew that in order to protect himself, he needed to make these recordings so that he would have evidence if he ever got into a situation where she tried to flip the script and say that he had been abusive. And the devastating thing is these recordings will now serve as evidence, but not to protect him. They will serve as evidence in a murder trial. I doubt he could have anticipated that uh, change in the script. Charlie Langston joining us from DailyMail.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zen.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Dr. Charles Heller, clinical forensic psychologist. I, I agree with what Charlie Langston just said. It tells me he was abused so often he finally started recording it. Nancy, uh, these people were addicted to each other. They, they, she was really inappropriate, and she was very jealous. Anytime he looked at someone, she probably would have a fit, a bad one. You know, I don't get that. You know, when my husband go uh, jogging for a walk, and a woman goes by and he glances over, and I'm like... Good. I'm glad to see you're still alive, David. Keep going. Still, your blood still pumping through your veins. I wouldn't think of yelling and beating him because he spoke to some lady. Just, it's so twisted up. But to you, Brad Micklin, a high-profile lawyer at the Micklin Law Group, this is exactly what leads up. Something as stupid as saying hi to a woman going by on a bike to murder. It's, it's insane. It is insane. And we keep having this conversation about him being addicted to her or the relationship being abusive. No, she was abusive. She stabbed him. And, and I think Christian was recorded because he knew or feared that she would call the police one day, say he was committing domestic violence, and he would be arrested for it. And he, him being bigger and stronger would have no defense. So he started to record it to defend himself, which unfortunately he can't do any longer and I, and I hope that they're used in a criminal trial to show just how violent she was okay guys uh her claim that she's the victim well this is not going to help this is body cam footage and you know what that means that means the cops have arrived this was a previous event listen i just want to get to your point Yes. Yes. Okay. okay but you told time me out, I was time out, time Let me talk. Okay. I feel very like. What's your name? Courtney. Yes. Okay, Courtney. Why do you have something against me, man? Like I'm afraid. Like. What is anything against you? We're trying to talk. So you just want to get back in your apartment. 
Unfortunately, he can't be here in the property. That is totally fine. Okay. So he's, been, he's been literally so sleeping in my elevator with without permission. We're going to do is right. going to find him so he can leave the property and yeah. you get back to your apartment. Stop it, Jack. It's everybody talking on top of each other, but we hear her, and this is to a cop. I do not advise speaking down to or being belligerent to a cop. Mm-mm. No. What's happening there, Charlie Langston? So this was recorded the day before Obam Sully was stabbed, and the cops were called to her apartment building. She claimed that she had thrown Obam Sully out of their apartment the week before, that they had broken up, and she accused him of stalking her, and she demanded that the cops give her a restraining order. The interesting thing is you can hear her in one recording telling the cops, I need a restraining order before he gets one, which suggests to me that she knew that he had a full claim to accuse her of the same kind of abuse that she was attempting to accuse him of. Oh, there you go. Dueling restraining orders. But the thing here is she's claiming he's stalking her. Other reports are he was trying to just get back in the apartment where they both lived. Well, there's more. Uh, you know, this should be assigned to her defense attorney. Don't let her on the stand. Take a listen to this. More body cam footage. I stayed in my apartment all day. I didn't take my dogs out for like eight hours because I was afraid that when I came down here, I was going to be down. When I did come down, I walked my dogs. And he was telling me he wouldn't be alone. I said, he's just walking my dogs. Courtney, does he have any property in your apartment? He has so much. Can I, can I with respect, can I please? I just, like, I just feel like I'm not being heard. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. So I had a lot of opportunities to call y'all. And I did not. So when I, when he's following me around his dog park, I said, there is no, your time is up. Like that's it. And then all of a sudden, like I was in the elevator and I said, don't fall. This guy said, I have to go to the shelter. When I was upstairs and they showed up on the door, I said, I showed him. I said, show me the problem. And then, like, I really got angry because I did not have it. All I did was take my dogs. Okay, so basically she's saying, I was afraid. I wanted to take my dogs out, but I couldn't. But it sounds like she actually did. And that he got on the elevator and her complaint is he, quote, smells like a homeless shelter. Okay. Um, so she stabbed him. There's more. Listen, this is what uh, Charlie Langston was telling us. She wants to get a restraining order against him before he can do it to her. Listen. I, I feel like I feel like I am. Like, I feel like, All right. So what do you what do you what do you want to say? I, I just, I want, I want to be like, I want to be like exonerated, I guess, of like anything wrong. And, and I want him, okay, the police are here. I want a restraining order against Christian Gonzalez. I don't issue those. Because, those no, I'm serious. Can I do that? Where can I? Court. Okay, but how can I make myself first? Because I know him and he would do it. How can I make myself first? You gotta get there first. 75 North West first. Before. 75 North West. Is he already on the way? We have no idea. We don't even know how it looks like. We don't even know who it is. How do we know that? Oh, my goodness. Okay, Charlie Langston, more of the same. But here we hear her stating that she wants to get him before he gets her. Yep. What more do you believe is revealed in these tapes? I mean, I, I think there are so many different recordings that focus on her abusive, erratic behavior. And it just proves that their dynamic in the relationship 
was largely, from what we hear, her berating and abusing him. As we heard earlier, friends of the couple stated very clearly that they saw Clenny hit Obamselli. They never saw the violence being returned. We also had video footage from inside the elevator of their apartment building months before Obamselli was stabbed that showed Clenny beating him, pulling his hair, and all he does is cower away and attempt to defend himself. To Dan Corsentino joining us, former police chief, sheriff, U.S. Homeland Security advisor, private investigator at dancorsentino.com, elevator video. It really came to the forefront in the Rice case where you see him, and this is a professional football player, dragging the victim, a female victim, by her hair out of the elevator. And then, of course, there was the famous, or should I say infamous, Beyonce video where you see her sister light into Beyonce's husband, Jay-Z, like there's no tomorrow. And I guarantee you, I'm going out on a limb here, he deserved it. Because she just stood there like, mm-hmm, while her sister was beating him up. Elevator footage. Nobody can suppress it. It's in a public place. So it's fair game. And the elevator footage in this case is damning for her. Absolutely. In this case, she is demonstrative. She's aggressive. She is violent. And she's attacking. And what we see, let's compare the size of the two. She appears to be about five foot two. He appears to be at least five ten, uh, maybe a little bit taller, somewhat buff, but very good shape. And he was on the defensive in this case. An elevator video is very clear that she is a violent offender that attacked him, and he was trying to protect himself from everything she was attempting to do. Strike him in the head, strike him in the chest, strike him in the arm. Very, very definitive. Dr. Charles Heller joining us, a clinical forensic psychologist. Why is it so hard for people to believe that a man can be the victim of domestic violence? Well, it goes against the stereotypes basically. But he could not leave her. Even though she was violent with him, jealous, making up imaginary things about him. And that's codependency. That's dual addiction. And what happens is basically it's it's so strong. The bond is so strong. And in metaphor, metaphoric terms, the pegs in, in his head matched exactly the holes in her head they were bonded so so tightly together that they couldn't extricate themselves he couldn't leave her and she couldn't leave him you know the officers really hit the nail on the head take a listen to our friends at wplg our cut 34. also informing her that she's not being clear on what she wants you want this person to completely disappear from yes. your life at the same time you you have him in, in, in your apartment here for two months with a ton of stuff in here but I, I know clenny goes back to her apartment officers then go to the employee who made the original call telling him she never disclosed that there was violence that particular night he went charging at her that's, that's fine that's my one Right, but she didn't mention none of that until she says she wants to do something about it so we can get, so we can, so we, that's where we step in where it's a criminal activity, but she needs to mention something about that. Okay. Unfortunately, we can't do anything. 
So she calls cops over there, but then doesn't do, doesn't go forward with any type of action. Brad Micklin with me, a high-profile lawyer out of New Jersey. Brad, where do you believe this whole thing will end? And you apparently firmly believe men can be the victims of domestic violence. Men are the victims of domestic violence. Just like Dr. Heller said, they are stereotypically afraid to call and report it. I mean, can you imagine if Christian had picked up the phone and said, you know, my, my little girlfriend, Courtney, is beating me up. I need a restraining order. He would have been laughed at. But this case, from a criminal standpoint, really hinges on whether or not these audios and the video of the elevator get in or not, because they are so prejudicial that there is some chance that they that they rule that they can't be used against her. And that, I think, is going to turn in this case. He's tuning up. And I expect to hear the full symphony at trial. Charlie Langston, DailyMail.com, what's next? Well, now we wait for her to go on trial. She's currently in custody, waiting the start of her trial. And it will be very interesting to see whether or not she is put on the stand. Because if her behavior that we've heard in these recordings is anything to go by, she's not going to be a solid or reliable witness. She's proven herself to be incredibly erratic, as you said, Nancy, belligerent towards authority figures. And I don't know whether what she's potentially going to say on the stand will help her. Well, I can tell you this much. It may get her a lot of views on OnlyFans, but flashing her breast at the, in the jury uh, deliberations in the courtroom is not going to help. We wait as justice unfolds for Christian Odenselli. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. 
Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.